Hello, you're listening to a podcast which is A, very good. Debatable. Shut up, you're not on yet. And B, contains some student chat, which is another word for saying some swear words, essentially. So if you don't like that, then um, don't bother listening. Hello and welcome. This is In Other News, a brand new podcast thin to Utter Radio where we discover and divulge the true real-life stories that should be making the front page headlines. Forget the Brexit malarkey and the political war zone, we're about to discover headlines that haven't quite hit our social news feeds yet but deserve to be there. My name is Harry Van Darlen, and every week I'll be joined by a duo of guests armed with their own breaking news stories. Let's welcome some of Utter's finest. Chris and Dan are here, everybody. Hello. All right. Hi. How is the uh, headline research been going? I had a very fun evening. I browsed both local news and also, in particular, Daily Mirror, because they have like a fantastic segment, but it was great. I loved it. What have your tactics been, Chris? Um, I typed funny news stories into Google and clicked on the first link. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much effort really you put searched into a podcast, far and wide really. for yeah, these news far, stories. Far and wide. I love the amount of effort which you put in. Like it's purely aspirational. Yeah, this this is where the podcast will now dip. <laughs> we peaked already. Uh, before we get into today's episode, let's recap the latest news headlines. We have Brexited. Is that a word, by the way? Or have I made Brexited. that up? Brexited. I thought uh, Brexit, Brexit, Brexited. Brexited. I think it's more just like Brexit has happened. Yeah. I don't think Brexited. With Brexit. I yeah, because Brexit. We've been it seems... through Brexit, I guess. Well, we have Brexited. I'll go with it. <laughs> the EU. Uh, it's happened after three years, but I never knew we're now in that kind of transition year. We yeah. haven't actually fully like left yet. So Brexit has happened, but we're still waiting to actually properly leave. So it's now like you an know, extra year. We're in the divorce settlement where everyone's just divvying, divvying up what's going where, who gets the kids, who gets the dog, you know, that kind of stuff. You see, I viewed it as university emails, right? You send an email, but then you have to wait three to five working days for your lecturer to uh, reply to you. So it's basically like sending an email to Brexit, isn't it? You just have to wait a year to get a reply. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you, you need to keep that pause of silence just to fully appreciate how bad that joke was. I thought it was quite clever. You can send like Brexit at gmail.com an email. You just no. lay out the terms and conditions. Oh, God. And that, that's how it all works, isn't it? Anyway, in other news. The BBC have announced an increase to their TV licence costs. The annual television licence will rise from £154.50 and p to £157.50p from April the 1st. I've done my maths. That is a three quid increase. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, wow. That TV license I don't pay. Ooh. <laughs> um, but I have just realised something. It's good that that's the cost of that's been increased. It's not just the jacket potatoes and boobs oh, God. Uh, that's been increased as well, the TV licence. It's after Brexit, isn't everything? Isn't I know, it? Everything right? is just Everything's like... just going into downfall. Like, just look at society collapsing due to Brexit. It's really sad. And in other more serious news, the coronavirus has been confirmed for a third time in the UK. The individual caught the infection abroad and the NHS has claimed they are well prepared to deal with the virus. So let's hope that can all be solved quickly. And obviously thoughts with everyone involved. Right, let's start the first ever in other news. 
Here's how it all works. It's a duel of three rounds. One by one, both of you will read out your headline. We'll discuss it in great student style. Um, that means we'll have an informal chat about it, basically. And every duel obviously has a winner. And at the end of every episode, I'll choose one of the three final stories in the final to become the unbreaking news headline of the episode. And you'll get to read it out in a proper news style fashion. You know, like on the radio. Well, this is on the radio, isn't it? So basically, you get to become a news presenter at the end of the show. Sound good? I mean, yeah, all my hopes and dreams are going to be coming true if I win. So I cannot wait to embrace my new um, journalism career. It's going to be great. As always, I don't know what the following headlines are, and that obviously deeply concerns me. You could probably stitch me up here if you wanted. Uh, but what I do know is probably chaos will follow. So we're going to start, and we need to find out who is going to uh, take charge of the first headline. So we're going to play Making the Headlines. All right? I have done a search okay. on the internet for a bizarre news story out there, and I will give you two kind of phases from the news story. And the closest one to kind of putting the whole story together goes first. Okay, if you see okay. I, want, okay. I, think, I think I understand. It will make sense. So your two words are police and Big Mac. As in the McDonald's burger thing. Okay, I mean, thank you for the clarification. Really uh, okay. needed. Uh, Chris, we'll start with you. What is the headline? Um, I don't know. Something along the lines of police officers having Big Macs thrown at them from a local from a local McDonald's or something. Okay, so we've got police uh, a policeman having uh, Big Macs thrown at them. Uh, Dan, what is your guess? Um, I'm kind of imagining a story where police are having to be called into McDonald's due to people sort of writing, trying to get um, Big Macs, and with people sort of having to fight and scaffold over them, that's why they need, like, police backup. That, that's my idea. Okay, now I'll tell you what I haven't thought of, and that is what happens if none of you get close in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, Chris, yours was... I'm going to write this down, by the way. I've got my own uh, notepad. Oh, I bought this specially, and no, I didn't find it in corner bedroom. Uh, so, Chris, what was your story? Uh, basically, the the I'm imagining that there was some yeah some kind of some kind of robbery at McDonald's. It, it, we're kind of on the similar lines here. The police just having Big Macs thrown at them. Okay, so throwing Big Macs is yours, and Dan, yours is slightly different, wasn't it? Um, so sort of crowd scaffering in McDonald's, trying to get the Big Macs, and due to uh, low supply, police are having to be called in to solve settle disputes due to like riots and shooting in stores. Okay, well I can tell you, uh, none of you are close in the slightest. Oh. And the news headline was: Police drop off a Big Mac meal after delivery driver's car is seized. Oh, okay. <laughs> Officers pulled over the vehicle in Nottinghamshire uh, on Tuesday night and discovered the driver did not have the correct level of insurance. So basically, uh, the police then seized the car and they delivered the uh, Big Mac to the uh, to the customer. I mean, that's quite nice, I must say. Uh, props to the police, you know, doing proper civil duty right there. Love them. Lovely people, aren't they? Uh, so uh, I don't know who's going to go first. So Chris, because your name is alphabetically before Dan, uh, you can go first. Oh, cool. Right, Ooh. so let's get on with this and let's start in other news. Chris, what is your first headline? Jammy dodged jam. Jammy? Let me this down. Jammy dodged jam. Okay, and t tell us more about Jammy who dodged jam. Uh, well, it's about a family who opened a pack of jammy dodgers to find that there was no jam in <gasps> any of the biscuits. 
This what? is amazing. I love this already. So there's a family, they've gone shopping, bought jammy Dodgers, and, and there's... there's no jam in any of the biscuits in the <laughs> entire pack of jammy Dodgers. No jam. This is amazing. I mean, what would you do? Would you send them back? I guess you'd have to because I, I had a similar thing once. I bought like a tub of mini eggs and there was no mini eggs in it. So so you just kind of send it to Cadbury's and they send you back like a voucher of for like a fiver just so you can spend it on like any Cadbury's product. So I'd imagine it's a similar thing where you just send it back to the biscuit company and then they send you either a new pack or like some kind of compensation. But it would just be weird. Like... Imagine like you get a full pack of like custard creams and there's just and there's no, no custard, custard in it. Just like there is an entire news story written about jammy dodgers not having any jam. Because the jam's the best bit, isn't it? That's what you kind of eat it jammy is, dodgers. Yeah. It's also half the name. Um, it is. It's not. It's a dodger now, isn't it? They just dodger. bought a pack of dodgers. A bit dodgy about. What do you think, Dan? I mean, that's a pretty solid story, and I'm not looking at what I've got prepared, and I'm thinking. Oh, I might have to like bring out the big guns like super early on because I th- I was gonna like build up and I thought let's like play safe for first round and then build to like the good stuff. Okay, but so I think yeah, I'm gonna have to go full guns blazing to some are, degree. So you've got jammy dodgers with no jam in them. Would you send them back or would you just eat? Well, according to the story, they've kept them. Okay, what else does it say in the story then? <laughs> there is a quote from the dad. There's a quote. Oh, I'm just, loving this. I want to. St- I want to know who stole the jam out of my Dodger. It's <laughs> 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 a direct quote from Gary, aged forty-four. He's called Gary. <laughs> yes. Oh, it makes he, he it wants even to better. know who stole the jam out of his Dodger. Where Where does Gary live? Do we know um, this? They live in. Let Let me scroll. I love oh, his off mic audio. Swindon. Swindon. Where the hell is Swindon? All the way to all the way to Swindon. Um, there's no jam. There's no jam in the Dodgers in Swindon. They, well, you know, they they bought them on a Sunday, opened them on Monday as a treat for the kids. As a treat, a Monday morning motivation. And there was just no jam. That is actually gutting. I think um, there's probably a product recall from the shop they bought it in. Maybe there's more undiscovered Dodgers out there that don't have any jam in them. You'd like to hope for the sake of the integrity of the jammy Dodger. That this isn't a recurring problem. This is an exceptional start. So there's no jam in the Jammy Dodgers, and that is your first news headline. Yes. So we've had no jam in the Jammy Dodgers. Dan, in other news. British people are absolutely livid after magazine disrespects sausage rolls. Okay, so... (laughs) (laughs) Do you want me to repeat it like a third time? There's a lass called Maxine. Okay. A lady. What? What? No, is that not? Is it not a lady Who called Maxine? Maxine? What? what? What was the news headline? British people, British people are absolutely livid after magazine. Oh, I see. Oh, magazine. <laughs> it's not just. <laughs> wow, it's not just a random person called Maxine dis- disrespecting sausage You're... rolls. <laughs> are you taking the mick out of Dan's potential speech problems? You out of anyone here? <laughs> So there's a magazine somewhere in the country that has disrespected a sausage roll. Yeah. I want to know, first of all, what kind of sausage roll? <laughs> well, you see, the disrespect is that what they posted wasn't actually, a, or it was a sausage roll, but it's not what they meant to, because the magazine in question, it's not from our sort of country at all. It was from the New York magazine. And they basically tweeted saying, oh my God, there's this lovely British delicacy, which would be perfect for the Super Bowl. So they're meant to post about pigs in blankets, but instead 
posted a hot dog covered in batter, which of course is a sausage roll, and that led British people to be absolutely enraged by this tweet. Oh, so what they've done here is they've got a pig in blanket confused with a sausage roll. Yeah, exactly, exactly. This is, this is well, against the law, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, America just messing up once again. They should just... It's just reason why Americans should just not be allowed in our country, to be fair. Like, if they can't get the most simplest of things correct, then why even let them in? Like, I'm glad Brexit has happened. You know, secure our borders, stop them getting in. Boom, sorted. All of this over the sausage roll, cord. Cool, <laughs> exactly. You're letting it all out now, aren't we? <laughs> um, okay, so what do you think is better, a sausage roll or a pig in blanket? Oh, hmm. I mean, pigs in blankets, they're very much a seasonal food. Whereas sausage rolls, you can have them any time of the year. So you can, can't you? I think by default, I'd say sausage rolls are better because it's kind of weird to eat pigs and blankets outside of Christmas. So Dan's going for a sausage roll, Chris. Um, yeah, I'd probably say a sausage roll just because they're more readily available. Because uh, you don't have like Greg's selling pigs and blankets all years, where if you have, whereas you have like Greg's, uh, Sayers, Pound Bakery, other fine, other fine. Like pasty and sausage roll shops that sell them all year. I just couldn't think you of any. You couldn't think ones. of any more, could you? Uh, you just no. tried to. I went, I went through the three I know of Greg's, Sayers, and Pound Bakery, and then Coop, Coopland's as well. Coopland's? Coopland's. Never heard of Pound those. Bakery. I, you just I said, said that. Pound. Did you? What I thought is that Greg's do the vegan sausage roll, don't they? And they other do. places now do vegan sausage rolls. You never see a vegan pig in blanket. I mean, well, That'd be hard, isn't it? Because you've got to substitute well, you'd to, two yeah, meats. You'd have to find like a vegan alternative for bacon. And I've tried um, vegan sausages before and they're not very nice, so I don't think that'd be very good. I disagree. I have tried this vegan sausage roll. It is very nice. It tastes what? identical to a normal sausage roll. I mean, I, yeah, I, I agree that um, Greg's sausage, vegan sausage roll was very nice, but other vegan prog- products which I've had, of, in particular the sausage variety, haven't been very good, so I think it's very hit or miss. Chris, are you a fan of a vegan sausage? Um, no, I refuse to eat vegan uh, alternatives because I don't see the point. Wow, Chris, just completely destroying our environment. Maybe how because bloody you're not selfish! Vegan. You're not a vegan, that's why. Yeah, and that too. But I also just really don't see the point. Um, but that's another topic for another podcast. So, all another podcast? You think this is going to go past one? Do you? I mean, you've got. I mean, you can only hope. We'd like to think. So we've got the magazine, they're disrespecting a sausage roll because they thought it was a pig in blanket. Yeah. I mean, that's Americans for you, isn't it? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That's absolute outrage. It is. Hmm. No jam in a jammy dodger and disrespecting the British sausage roll. Exactly. It's actually closer than I thought. Well, actually, no, it's not. I'm going to be honest. Uh, it's got to go to the jammy dodger oh. without any jam in it. It just has to. Imagine opening a jammy dodger and there's no jam in it. Yeah, but it, it's it's bad enough, like, maybe one in the pack, but for the entire pack to not have any jam in it, it's just, how does that even happen? How does that get past quality control at, like, a proper factory to where it's just not there? I think someone is getting fired for not putting jam in a jammy dodger. Can you yeah. imagine going for an interview? Why are you fired, mate? I forgot to put the jam in a jammy dodger. It'd be definitely one way to go. It would be a sticky ending, wouldn't it? <sighs> I was waiting for the pun. I wasn't going to lie. Um... <laughs> Fuck off, you fat ugly pig. Rapper Dappy's foul-mouthed rant at Doncaster Mum after she liked his new song. 
Okay, completely lost me here. Who are these people? Dappy. How do you, how do you not know Dappy? Dappy? From yeah. N-Dubs. Sounds like a cartoon character. You're thinking of Daffy Duck. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. <laughs> Daffy Duck. Close enough. Yeah. Okay, so it's this... Uh, What's he called? Dappy. Dappy. Yeah, from Endubs. From Endubs. All right, Dappy from Endubs. I'll write that down in my notepad. Dappy from Endubs. What's he done? Uh, he basically just completely flamed uh, Mum from Doncaster because basically she put out she put out a tweet saying that his new single Splash was sort of her guilty pleasure, and then for some reason he then slid into her DMs and was like, "Mate, unfollow me now, please. I don't want you following me. If not, I will block you." And then she was like, "What's going on?" And then Matt just caused him to just completely rip into her for seemingly no reason. Okay, so this, uh, well, do you know her name? What's her name? Her name is Jade Eadsforp. Jade Eadsforp. Yeah. Of course, you got to have a confusing name for a podcast, don't you? I'm going to be called like Linda. Linda. Um, so Jade's E, what's she called? Uh, e- Eadsforp. Let's call her Jade. Jade. So uh, Jade has praised uh, his single. Yeah, she was very much a fan. And then he has slid into her DMs. And yeah. completely, completely hated her for it. Yeah, pretty much. Like um, the only just the only reason why she called it a guilty pleasure is because she has like a young child, and due to that, with it being quite a explicit song, she wouldn't usually like play it out loud. So she has to like listen to it in earphones. But even after you know being quite positive towards the song, just Dappy was having none of it for whatever reason, and just like the stuff he was saying to her was really horrible. What what else did he say? So um, after he was like, "Oh, I don't want you following me. Uh, go away. I'll block you." Why would you do that to someone who's clearly a fan? Just be like, "Fuck you. Go away. I don't get it." So have you ever slid into anyone's DMs, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> I I can confirm that I have. So uh, whose whose DMs did you slide in? What was the circumstances? I do not want to disclose such um, confidential e- um, information. Oh, damn, we'll ask Chris then. Chris, you ever slid into anyone's DMs? Uh, I do not want to disclose such personal information. <laughs> that is obvious. Harry, yes, have you ever slid into DMs? Um, I'm yeah, gonna, a few, I'm, actually. Yeah, on, on Instagram, if you see a nice post, you'll send a message saying, now, I did one the other day, actually. Let me get my phone. Hang on. Okay. Let's just go get her from outside. <laughs> um, no, no, I've got you. Right. So it was this... Uh, it was this lass on Instagram. It was honestly about a heated blanket, and they're like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, obviously about heated blankets." No, I it swear was. it was about the heated blanket. <laughs> they saw a heated blanket in the shop, and they're like, "Sure, we buy a heated blanket." And I just, I just replied, "I can confirm that heated blankets are the best thing." That's all I, all I said. I mean, our definitions of slightly good to DMs are very different. Well, you've just got to offer some consumer advice every now and again, haven't you? They're the best in ever. Got one for Christmas. It's amazing. Yeah. You can shove it on number five. Ooh. It goes from one to five. One is kind of, it keeps you a little bit snug. Five is it roasts you. You feel like you feel like a hog roast <laughs> in your own bed when you're like, turning around at night. It's boiling. And then you put it on one hour or nine hours. Don't leave it on five for nine hours, though. You just kind of melt in the night. I woke up. I thought I had an accident. And then I realised, no, just, <laughs> you thought you had had an accident. Yeah, I thought I pissed myself. And then I was like, <laughs> then I was like, no, no, I just left a heated blanket on number five for nine hours. Uh, okay, so we've had um, I don't know, that was a bit of a psych track. Tiny a bit, yeah, tiny a bit, mate. Uh, so Daffy from N Doves uh, didn't like this person who uh, basically praised his work, and then we got onto heated blankets from then. Uh, Chris, in other news. 
There's been utter chaos as a cow on the wa- on the railway sparks rush hour delays in Scotland. <laughs> I think I know who's already won this one. <laughs> oh, I, I think this. just the opening pun is enough to convince Harry. <laughs> uh, that, that wasn't even an original. Like that's actually the pun is in the headline. Um. <laughs> Please tell me more about this cow in Scotland. Well, Scotland. Well, uh, a Highland cow caused utter chaos once again after, quote, the absolute unit escaped (laughs) from a nearby park. It says the absolute unit in quotes, so you know. You can call a cow an absolute unit. An absolute unit. Can I see a picture of this cow? Let's have a look. (laughs) I'm going to come round. Harry's just confirming whether or not the cow is an absolute unit. That is an absolute unit. You would not get in a fight with that. A whole article is just full of puns. Uh, the train company posted a photo of the cow refu- refusing to move from the train tracks <laughs> and apologised for the delays. Uh, they they managed to get the animal away before it caused too much beef. Uh, oh. <laughs> It's like just Harry wrote this article. Like, are you sure he just didn't find like Harry's journalistic career right here? The the cow lesion was averted. <laughs> do we have um? Do we have a name for this absolute unit? Um, I've never been called an absolute unit. I mean, imagine have you being seen re- yourself? Can you imagine if someone referred to you? You're as like an the exact opposite of an absolute unit. <laughs> I'm an absolute flat pack unit from like IKEA. You know, just. Okay, let's move on from that. So we've got the cow. Have we got a name for the cow? Uh, no, there isn't actually. Um, it not... looked like on some sort of like train train tracks it was on. Yeah, that was that was the whole article. It got stuck on the train tracks. It got stuck on it. And stopped the uh, cow lesion because it refu- refused to move. I have often thought about this. I think we have got to um, stop putting farm animals near trains. Because if you think about it, yes, whenever... that common occurrence. <laughs> no, no. If you ever, if you ever go on a long train journey, you go through countryside. You often see like farms next to the train tracks. This, I'm surprised this haven't ha- hasn't happened more. You don't see like a llama, do you, stuck on a train track? I mean, I don't think you see many llamas in farms anyway. Yeah, you do you see the old llama, don't you? No, no. You've never seen llama in a farm. What's going on in Norfolk? Yeah, what what kind of farms have you got? I don't know you have like cows, a few pigs, maybe. I, I just presumed you had a llama just in a farm. Cheeky alpacas. Where else do you find a llama then? I don't know. <laughs> I did not have never young. never thought about it before. <laughs> um, well, let's name this cow then. If they haven't named it, what kind of what, what do you think the cow looks like? I d- I don't know, Harry. It's your show. I feel like you should you should name it. We need a collective decision. Dan, what would you call it? I'd call it Clive. I do like Clive, actually. Clive is good. Got any further developments on Clive, Chris? Um, hmm. Barry. Oh, Barry. Oh, that's a nice name. We will we'll hey. call it Clive. Okay, at least that's something I will win at least Clive today. Clive the cow. Clive the cow got stuck on some train tracks. He has to be rescued. Who rescued him then? Like uh, the, Just the, the people that like run the, the rail company. So uh, Scot- Scottish Rail. So do you think a train was stopped then? In order, well, they're not the just going to plow up, plow over yeah, the cow, maybe, are they? Maybe they just. Oh, let's it. get some ground beef, way. Maybe they just saw it on like CCTV cameras, and there wasn't a train coming, yeah. so they just sent like the northern bloke to go and uh, <laughs> to go and like hurry a cow off the tracks. <laughs> just standard Tuesday morning, isn't it? Yeah. So we've got Dappy from Endubs, and we've got a cow stuck on, <laughs> stuck on the tracks. Um, 
I don't want to disrespect you, Dan, or your stories, or it's okay. or Dappy, or what I, was she I, I called? What was the What was the lady called? Uh, it was poor old. It was poor old Jade. At least we got a conversation out of heated blankets. Oh, your, oh yeah. I mean, at least we got that out there. But <laughs> anyone who brings me a story about <laughs> about a cow stuck on the tracks, can we have the uh, can we have the uh, news headline one more time? The puns in it. Udder chaos. Cow on the railway sparks rush hour delays in Scotland. They are completely so milking it, aren't they? Oh. Have you ever milked a cow? <laughs> I can't say half, no. Uh, on a school trip once, actually, yeah. What? You have? Oh, we yeah, it was, it, was, it was part of the school trip. Okay, so where did you go? A farm, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Because it, it was weird. We're well, not going to find it in like aisle four of Tesco. Well, no, because no, there, like there was a windmill. Yeah, and, then, and then there was like a mini archaeology kind of thing. And then there was milking a cow. It was a very weird trip. Um... What was it in like Ada? What course was it? It was just it was just like a generic school trip. I th- I'd imagine it was a geography trip because our geography trips in high school were mental. Like he'd just find any excuse for us to go on a trip. He needed his Christmas shopping done. Nice trip to the Manchester Christmas markets. What's that? Go do geography again to Christmas exactly. markets? Exactly. Um, because we learn about leisure and tourism, which is geography. That's that's that's, actually quite that's clever, the that. level of we needed a nice trip to Alton Towers once again leisure and tourism counts as a geography trip. I'm sorry, but going around like a ride on Alton Towers, just taking notes. Hey, we got Thought that, Park. We got Thought Park done as an engineering trip because we were learning how roller coasters worked in terms of like gears and pulleys and G force and stuff like that. So we got Thought Park written off as an engineering trip. Did you get to go on the rides? Yeah. Oh, and then you like analyse them. Did you write a reflective essay afterwards? Uh, about no, them? we just went on all the rides because you know they just needed an academic reason to get the uh, to get the trip signed off. I've got to give it to you, Chris. That's yours. Round two. Running away with the, this the, one. Ca- the cow on the on the train tracks is just an absolutely glorious story. Uh, right, let's go into the third and final round then, Chris. To start in other news. Aviva is sorry for calling thousands of customers Michael. <laughs> Michael. Uh, who? Uh, Aviva, they're in, like an insurance company. Uh, they're, they're, they're sorry for calling thousands of customers Michael. Okay. So, <laughs> so an insurance company. So people are probably just calling them up on like a daily basis, and but I'm guessing it was maybe one person. Uh, oh, 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 no. No, it's not even that. They sent out an email. Okay. To like all of their customers and had Michael written as like a template. And you know those things like in school where you'd where it'd say, Dear Mr. Fill in and then it then it'd like automatically fill in the last name. Yeah. They they tried setting that up, didn't. So just wrote Dear Michael and everyone got the same email just saying, Dear Michael. Oh, this is glorious. So Imagine how confused you'd be if you got an email saying <laughs> "Dear Michael" on it, and you called you called Peter from Burnsley. What is, what's all that about? What else was in the email then? Do we know that? It, I think it was just insurance, like genuinely just talking about like insurance information. And um, a couple of Michaels got in got in touch on social media to basically say, "I don't see what the big problem is." <laughs> and then and then the article goes into the stats of how many people were called Michael in 2018. Um, <laughs> There were there were eight hundred and sixty nine babies named Michael in England and Wales in twenty eighteen, making it the seventy fourth most popular name for boys that year. Seventy fourth. It was Michael. I don't know any Michaels. Do you know any Michaels? Um, uh, apart from my um, 
new uncle of recent wedding. Um, no, not really. Is a Michael. So between us, we know one Michael. And how many are there meant to be? Uh, at least 869 that are two years old. <laughs> so if Michael is like the 84th most popular name... 74th, yeah. 74th Do you know what came, name. It, it does say what came first yeah, let's have some more. Let's have some more popular uh, names. So, Dan, throw out a name. Let's see if it's on the list. Oh, oh no, it literally just says what number one was. Okay, so I... Uh, I mean, what was the year? Uh, 2018. Would that have coincided when uh, there was like the royal... Yeah, it could be. It could be on those. Could be it? some like I don't. I want to say George, but I feel like it's not. Could be George. You're going over George. It's not George. Not oh. George. Um, who should I go for? Oscar. No. Close. Oh, shut up. Owen. Uh, no. It, it does begin with a no. Ollie. Oliver. Bit, yeah. Hey. Oliver. Oliver. O- yeah. Oliver was the most popular boy's name in 2018. Oliver is most popular name in 2018. Yep. But the actual the actual article was uh, com- an, an insurance company called thousands of their customers Michael. I like the idea of all the Michaels liking this on Twitter because then yeah, people just, forming up and just being like, "Yeah, this is great. Um, no problem here. I don't know what everyone's complaining about." Because Michaels do get like uh, neglected in modern day life, don't they? You don't you don't hear many Michaels, and all of a sudden Beaver go chucking out. It's like everyone's Michael now. Everyone is a Michael. All Michaels are important. That could be a great advertising campaign for them if they if they just ran with the mistake. Just everybody is Michael. Talking of names, I was never going to be called Harry. Oh, uh, I was going to be called Ben. Ben. Ben and then, Dahl and, and then my parents thought, no, let, let's give this child a name that he can't pronounce himself. <laughs> like Benjamin or Ben. I think it would have been Benjamin. Yeah, because because your name makes no sense because your little brother. Has like a longer name, and it's shortened down, and it's shortened down. Whereas yours is just the shortened down name, not Harold. Yeah, the amount of people who think I'm called Harold is like, no, I'm not. I, honestly, can you imagine Harold Gerardus Van Dalen? Might as well go <laughs> home. I got bullied enough. Imagine if I was called Harold in school. Probably. I wonder why Michael. Like that—that that must be like the most popular name on like their customer list or something. If that was like the example. Yeah, so we're presuming here that most most customers that they own. Are called Michael. They own. They own. <laughs> or, or it was like, or it was like the guy that was supposed to be sending out the emails was called Michael, and he was just like, "Dear Michael," and then sent it and was like, "Oh, oh no, <laughs> this is a problem." Yeah, mate. I think that's the. I think that's the answer. I think the guy was called Michael, and he just emailed everyone. Yeah. Someone. He- someone else wrote the email. They wrote, "Dear Michael," expecting him to like do the little thing that changed it to the customers' names and then send out the email, but he just just did it. And then it was like, oh, well, everyone is now Michael. I'd love to find one of these Michaels and just just <laughs> chat to a Michael. Just specifically, <laughs> just put out like a, a request on Twitter. Is your name Michael? Is your insurance company Aviva? I want a word with you. <laughs> yeah, let, let's, let's try and see if we can find. The aim of this podcast is an Aviva customer called Michael and see how he feels that he's been kind of branded as the Aviva business now. It's, it's a bit like, we are Michael, Michael is us. It's a bit like the like Legion or something. Okay, but I don't like Chris. You've had two good stories. You've had the Jammy Dodgers about jamming. You've had the cow. And now we've got Michael. You've got to, it's a week of the stories. Got to let him win one. Uh, but let's see if Dan... <laughs> oh, cheers, mate. I mean, he's come all the way, hasn't he? I mean, exactly. We might as well get him to win one. Okay, uh, Dan, in other news... You can now buy a do-it-yourself coughing kit to help keep funeral costs down. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. okay. So you can... A DIY coffin kit. So you oh, no. Well, it is a coffin kit, but in the kit, it actually includes one wooden coffin, a small metal urn, a silver box, which is for storing bones left over from the cremation, a duvet set for the coffin, which also includes a head pillow, mattress, and a comforter duvet, a DIY funeral handbook, and some wrapping, um, some wrapping cloths as well. So you really do get the full package. Question: How do you how do you DIY your own funeral if you're dead? I mean, it's a very you, good, you, you literally can't do it yourself because a, you're dead. It is a very good point, and the company who made this it's a lovely company in Japan, and they specifically put on their website, "Oh, make it's not for like <laughs> your own purpose. Like, get someone else to help you out with this one." So, so what would that be? G S E T H U T Oh, what are you trying to spell? In, instead of DIY, get someone else to help you out with this one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just listing random letters. No, 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 no. he said it's it, yeah, because it's not DIY. And Dad said get someone else to help you out with this one. So it's where do you buy such a thing from? Well, you can purchase you can purchase it off on you can purchase it online from the company's website, and it only costs two hundred and fifty six quid. Shipping not included, though. Two hundred and fifty six quid. Yeah. Again, shipping costs are not included. Is that including postage? Because I'm, I'm no. It literally, he literally <laughs> just said shipping included. costs are not included twice. Oh, is shipping costs and postage the same thing? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Because you have to get it shipped from Japan. This is this is not something. This is interesting. This is something you have to be in for when it comes because you can't. Um, <laughs> you leave it. With, you leave it with Doris next door. Well, this is the thing. You can't. They can't post it through the letterbox. <laughs> that would be hilarious. And you can't. Your elderly neighbour. You're just like, oh, sorry, sorry, Doris. Uh, have you got my coffin? <laughs> you, can't, you can't let old Doris walk through the door and see a coffin in front of her. But no, I, I was kind of intrigued on who might actually be somewhat interested in this. Um, products, since I found this on the Mirror website, I did look at the comments, and I found two which were very different. So the first comment came from a user called SteveB44, and he said, no, just no. When I go, I will go with a bit of dignity, rather than chancing the blue Peter DIY coffin that will fall to bits before I'm six feet under. And then the other comment was from someone called Jackie, <laughs> and she said, I already have my wicker coffin in the spare room. <laughs> What? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that, just, oh, don't need to worry about that, I've already got my coffin sorted. It's a lovely wicker. Imagine if so, we get some guests come yeah, someone just goes to stay in the spare room oh, and it's it, just... Here's your bed. Oh, your bed's in there, ignore the coffin. Uh... <laughs> okay, so a DIY, a DIY coffin set, which basically you've got to be in to get, you can't just... Do you have to sign for it on DPD when it comes? <laughs> oh, they're just like, one... DIY funeral kit. Oh yeah, that's that's mine. Cheers, mate. Just slam the door. I've got <laughs> to give it to Dan. Hey, but finally, the DIY coffin set. <laughs> what is this podcast all about? This is crazy. Right, so let's go back in my notepad now. We got to get our final three headlines. So we've got the jammy Dodgers without any jam in them. That is the first one. We've got uh, the cow stuck on the train tracks. And we got the DIY <laughs> coffin set. I mean, if things went bad for the cow, like, there you go. Sorted. Confer a few. So now we've got the cow. DIY coffin set for a cow. Yeah, poor, poor well. Cl- Cl- Clive should go out with dignity, you know? A lot of Clives today, isn't there? Clive has kind of popped up at the end here. 
Okay, so we're down to the final two news stories. The jammy Dodgers are out and you jamming them and the cow on the train track. Now, I'll tell you what's hard about these stories, okay? Because I love the idea of someone opening a packet of jammy Dodgers and working out there's no jam in them. Uh, because I think that's amazing. And also, can you get own brand jammy Dodgers? Yeah. What yeah, are they called? So. Do we know? Um, do I, I don't know. Is it, what is it a brand name? Called? You must be able to go in Aldi. Let's have a look. Um, yeah, but is it is it like a thing where you f- can't call them jammy Dodgers? Instead of jammy dos- Dodgers, it could be like Fruit Rascals. <laughs> or like... Uh, jam and Cream Wins is what they're called. Jam and Cream. Yeah, but I guess they've got cream. Oh, yeah, they've got cream in, haven't they? That seems a bit weird, but cream in a jam. They might just call them like jam jam rings then. Yeah, something like that. You can get vegan jammy dodgers. We've gone too far now. Um, <laughs> so I love the idea of someone opening up a pack of jammy dodgers. There's no jam in the dodger. That's a, that's, but then I love the amount of puns that were used on the cow in the train track. And I think it'd be amazing to end the first podcast um, with a headline full of puns because that does scream me. It really does, yeah. I can totally see why that would have won. Did we come up, what was the, what was the name of the cow? It was Clive. It was Clive. Clive. That helps a lot, you see. Oh, I've decided the news headline in second place is the cow on the train track. Oh, wow. I was not expecting no, that No, I one. thought that would have won for sure. No, I, I, I think it, it's a great story. Um but nothing beats opening a pack of jamming dodgers and not having any jam inside them. So that does win. Sorry to Clive, obviously, and all the cows. I might actually buy a pack of jamming dodgers from shop on the way home and just see if they've got jam in them or not. Because I, mean, I am curious now. It's like someone told me once, they went into Aldi and they bought their own brand hula hoops. And then they opened up the hula hoops to find the branded packet of hula hoops Yeah, I've heard inside. that before. Yeah, I've heard that story. So I think all jammy dodgers are the same. Oof, that's my that's my kind of conspiracy theory. There's bigger ones out there, but I actually think are all jammy dodges the same is the most important one that we need to put more research into. Okay, so uh, at the end of the first podcast, I'm happy to say uh, the jammy dodger story has officially won. So sorry, Dan, you got, you don't get to do the official oh. the official kind of radio news headline thing, which oh, I'm sure you're no. gutted about. I am so gutted because I'm very good at reading. Um, but Chris, it is now over to you, so you get to do the first news headline of a podcast. So, Chris, in other news... Jammy Dodge Jam. A family opened a packet of Jammy Dodgers to discover every single biscuit was missing the jam. I think that's a great way to round off the first podcast, don't you think? Yeah, I, we've learned yeah. a lot in this podcast. DIY coffins. And of course, a sausage roll. Disrespecting the sausage rolls mm-hmm. as well. And we talked about heated blankets. Very true. I'd say, I'd say that is a cracking first podcast. Well done, Chris. Thank you. you and thank you both for coming on, though. You're very the first welcome. ever in other news. All right, well, the Jammy Dodger story has hit the headlines this week, but what will it be in the next episode of In Other News? Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you soon.